a discernible gestalt, Atlanta, Georgia. Would you like another drink, Mr. Duke? It was a cute cocktail waitress who'd cleverly interpreted the cash I was slipping her meant, please bring me unnaturally strong drinks. Is there alcohol in these? I joked. Yes, sir, she said with a knowing smile. This auction is excruciating, don't you think? The cocktail waitress smiled, unwilling to offend the octogenarians seated at our table. That's a good word for it, isn't it? Excruciating. It's a big word, too. I turned to Margot. I just learned it last week, and I think it's a good fit for this occasion, don't you? We were in one of the oldest country clubs in Atlanta, attending an art auction for a charity I'd never heard of. It was $500 just for the tickets to get in, and the room was as big as the bank accounts of our fellow travelers aboard the SS full of shit. All night I'd been wondering how I ended up in this room with this woman, thinking my next drink might unlock the mystery. It didn't work, but at least I was shit-faced. This was supposed to be the best fucking day of my life. Parker Duke, you're embarrassing me. Please stop drinking. All my friends are here. Bullshit. You don't have a single friend here. We're sitting with geezers I don't even know. Sorry, geezers. I apologized. Where are your friends? I don't see any of them. Do you really have friends here? Have you gone to a club with anyone in here? Did they get carded? I said, looking at the old birds across the table from me. Scar tissue was fighting a war against itself all around the table as surgically frozen faces attempted to show their condescending disgust. It only egged me on. Aren't we too poor to be in a place like this? Parker! Margot! Stop! She looked serious. You stop. You're embarrassing me. Get a job. How do you think we're ever going to be able to buy one of these pieces of shit if you don't work? I made a gesture to point out the impressionistic, I think, paintings that lined the stage in front of us. As I shrugged off the surgically strained looks of disgust, the art dealer had stopped and was waiting for the commotion to stop. He was annoyed I interrupted the education he was providing, how these mosaic globs of paint in front of us were actually art, more specifically why we shouldn't have a problem paying a lot of money for globs of paint. Margot put her face in her hands and I looked toward the stage only to get an eat shit asshole look from the con artist, I mean art dealer. He was waiting for me. Fuck you too, phony. He cleared his throat, channeling his best Thurston Howell III impression and resumed his talk. Though exceptionally diverse in pictorial terms, the collection we are offering tonight has a discernible gestalt to it. He looked at me. I nodded my head in agreement, his newest fan. The curators share a passion for work with neuroesthetic, psychological, and morality that is articulated in imagery that is lyrical, whimsical, fantastical, and highly metaphysical. Their passionate love of color, coupled with the mastery of juxtaposition, has allowed the assemblage of an alternative philanthropic universe in which we can relish living. What? I couldn't take it. Time out. I stood up and looked from side to side. Who got that? Seriously. What did that mean in English? There was dead silence. The art dealer started to speak up. Sir? No, no. You got your turn. That was absolute rubbish, and I'm not even British. There was quiet laughter from the cheap seats, and Margot, pearls locked in her mouth, was staring daggers at me. I'm going to need another drink. Quickly, please, I added as I made eye contact with our cute server. 
I could hear some clucking coming from the ladies at our table and smiled. I knew they'd ostracize Margot for my behavior. Seriously, look at these paintings. This isn't skill. I can paint this. The emperor has no clothes, right? Have any of you even read that story? All these rich people here, I know there must be at least a couple smart ones. You couldn't all have trust funds. Somebody, please help me. What did he mean? We didn't lose 200 million making faulty toilets. Came from the back of the room. I didn't really have an answer for that, nor did I expect it. My dad is twice a man any of you will ever be. I was slurring, which might have affected my credibility, but that's never stopped me. You're all phonies. Bid high for this fine art, you fucking phonies. In a series of uncoordinated movements, I fumbled for my wallet, pulled out the valet ticket, and threw it into Margot's salad. I actually meant to throw it next to her plate, but after I saw it land in the salad, it seemed perfect right where it was. Oops, I said as I slammed the last of my drink. Normally, I keep a couple ice cubes in my mouth to chew on the way out, but perhaps lost in my showmanship, I had managed to fill my entire mouth. I didn't care. I was done talking anyways. Margot's pearls fell out of her flabbergasted mouth. She was speechless. I turned around and walked out through a cacophony of trust fund indignance from a sea of tight-assed motherfuckers. Two club staffers were smiling ear to ear, holding the double doors open for me as if I were visiting royalty. It was a fantastic way to leave an event. Asshole, Margot yelled after me. I returned a fist bump from a ponytailed staffer, turned around calmly at the door and looked directly at Margot. Then the art dealer, then everybody else. I regretted my mouthful of ice, but I had one last thing to say and I wasn't about to miss my moment. All of you can suck a dick.